welcome to the space where creators have aligned a positive and intellectual collab of open minds. We're sharing and learning from one another, it's a vibe. We give us a podcast on the mic. Subscribe, educators, spitting bars. I guess you didn't know, multifaceted and humble, taking off life goals. The classroom is my comfort zone, where I plant and sow. Seeds of knowledge, compassion, empathy, and hope. Reading is the key to unlocking your potential. Countless benefits, including cognitive and mental. Regardless of the genre, books are highly influential. Go get yours, I'll get mine. Make you strive. Monumental. Come rock with me and get down to this new jam. I had a very simple plan Educate the masses Through books and life lessons It's the Grand Slam I'm out Salafalava and welcome to the Reads with Rossa podcast. Today is a very special show because we have three writers, each of them bringing to the space life experiences as well as a wealth of cultural, creative and educational knowledge. When it comes to advocating for Pacific Island writers, content creators and publishing professionals, they are out there doing the mahi, doing the hard yards, networking, highlighting Pacific Island books, and building community to amplify the voices of our people. It is my honor to welcome to the show Manuia, Keala, and Kelani, co-founders of Pacific Islanders in Publishing. Woohoo! Welcome, welcome! It's great to have you here. Hi. <laughs> How's everyone? <laughs> doing well <laughs> doing um, well for having us yeah. I'm excited I mean I know I'm trying to like not be a fangirl and like let's do this be professional but I can't help it and of course Kelani's coming back to the show always always exciting to have you here sis it's so good to see you all so I like to ask guests to give a brief intro. So I'll give you an opportunity uh, just for each of you to briefly introduce yourselves. Go ahead. Any order. I can go first. <laughs> um, so I'm Kealani Netane. I am a writer and an author. I have a book coming out in May, Tala Learns to Siva, and I'm one of the co-founders of Pacific Islanders in Publishing. I'm Samoan, my dad is Samoan from Upolu and Sawa'i, and I'm also Hawaiian, my mom is Hawaiian. Uh, she's from many of the islands, mainly Kauai, Oahu, uh, Maui, and Hawaii Island. And and Maururua for having us, like I said. Uh, so I'm a, a Maori writer and researcher. I'm currently based in Aotearoa, and I'm the co-founder of um, I'm, I'm a co-founder of Pacific Islander and Publishing. I'm Kala Kendall, and um, I am a writer um, and one of the co-founders of Pacific Islanders in Publishing. Um, I'm recently well, newly represented by Jennifer March Soloway of Andrea Brown Literary Agency. And uh, I have an unannounced book I can't talk about. That, that's all I'll say. <laughs> Thank you for having us. And I'm from uh, Molokai in Oahu, my family is, and I'm Native Hawaiian. <laughs> Thank you to each of you for your introductions. That was great. Um, how do you all know each other? <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
it's funny you joked about your hair because now my bangs are irritating me. <laughs> I was like, what is she talking about? Her hair doesn't look good. Anyways, um, we know each other from social media. Um, there aren't too many uh, Pacific Islander writers, especially, you know, those of us who are interested in traditional publishing. And once you connect with one person, it's easy to find other people. Like, we're very connected. Um, and we actually haven't met in person. Kailani and I just met in person in August or September mm -hmm. of last year for the first time. But we've known each other for like two years now. So... Yeah, that's awesome. I, I wanted to, that, I was going to ask, like, have you all met each other? Like, I feel like you all go way back. <laughs> oh. yeah, I think I, I met um, Kialani and Kiala before that, probably three years. Mm. Um, but since I'm in Aotearoa, I haven't met them yet in person. Um, definitely yeah. this year then. Um, yeah, this year. <laughs> mm. I love that. Manifest that. And yes, I can't wait to see the photos. Wink, wink. Okay. So, <laughs> Manuia, I'm being an Aotearoa. Have you met a lot of Pacific, uh, like Pacific Island writers, or just um, online? Yeah. Um, I have. I have met um, a few authors, Maori authors. Um, I know some of them personally um, through academia. I, I went to literary events and I, I met them and I was fangirling, you know, <laughs> really hard. Um, <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's really cool to be able to meet um, authors you enjoy um, um, reading about and, you know, you enjoy their books and then you meet them in person and it's so, so nice. Oh, yeah, I think um, through Keilani, I have, this is how I've I've come across many of you is through Kelani, <laughs> through her page just yeah I, I can't even remember when we started following each other but that's how I've come across like especially in that part of the world like America like outside of Aotearoa uh, Australia is what I mean so oh and Samoa so it's been really cool that even though we have not really all met in person but just to be able to like connect online so anyways it, it's it's fantastic. Manifest it. I know you will meet this year. <laughs> uh, what books are you reading? Are any of you reading a particular book at the moment? Um, for me, I just finished a romance novel called A Love Song for Ricky Wilde, and it was so good. I loved it. It was very heartbreaking. So only read it if you're ready to have your heart broken. And then I'm, but right now I'm reading a book called Aloha Betrayed by Noi Noi Silva. It's about, um, had the ways that Kanaka Maoli have resisted colonization in Hawaii. And then I'm reading a middle grade novel called The Night Diary, which takes place during the partition of India in 1947. So I'm really into historical novels right now. And I do read like usually three books at the same time. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, Manuia and Keala, are you reading a book at the moment or? I'm reading um, Turncoat by Tihema Baker. And it's um, it's actually so so good. So I recommend it. Um, it's a satirical science fiction set in a distant future, uh, where Earth has been colonized by aliens, and humans are now a minority. So if you uh, pay attention, it echoes um, Maori, um, um, the situation of Maori people um, now, and. Um, 
yeah, it's about Maori people working in the public sector. And I enjoy this book so much because although it deals with a very um, serious topic like um, the respect and or constant breaches, breaches sorry, of um, Te Deriti or Waitangi, um, it's actually full of humor. It's so funny. <laughs> I didn't expect that. And I don't usually read um, science fiction novels, but this one is, you know, awesome. Nice. Go ahead, Kayla. So I'm reading uh, The Spirit Bears Its Teeth. They're all library books. <laughs> the Spirit Bears Its Teeth by Andrew Joseph White. And it's a horror, it's a gothic horror novel. Um, I'm not far enough in to give such a detailed um, <laughs> summary of it. But uh, yeah, no, I've seen it. it. I think it recently won the award, the Stonewall, or one of Andrew's books did. And so I've been putting it at the top and then I am also reading Lay in the Fire Goddess by Malia Monakea. I've had this I'm kind of a bad book reader if something's really good I tend to like savor it and then I'll go quickly through the books so I'm like oh this is all right but I like it you know I but like I've been reading the fifth season by N.K. Jemison for like five years now because I haven't <laughs> I keep opening it I'm like oh this is so good and I just pour over it so that's why this has been on my uh since it came out it's been on I've been the one renewing this at my library for months. <laughs> anyway. Oh, no, you're that guy, Kayla. <laughs> I know. Oh, you're watching this is like, library. that's where the book is. Someone's watching this in my community. Like, that's why I can't get that book. <laughs> um, for, any, for each of you, what is a book that hasn't been written that you would like to write? I mean, one day I want to write a middle grade novel. I've been working on, I have like, three or four that I've been working on that I've just never finished. So hopefully one day I can finish one. <laughs> I think I want to see um, young adult on middle grade, more middle grade um, books by um, French Polynesians because mm -hmm. really there are not that many. Um, I can't even name a young adult um, book written by a Maori. Um, mm. So yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, before Kayla jumps in, I'm um, on that, would you be more inclined to write it in French or in, like for something, is that kind of like, do you think about that, writing in English as opposed to, or having a dual translation kind of like? Not at all. I, ca I cannot write in French, the words mm. .com. Um, mm. They just don't because um, I think in English often and I read in English. Mm. I think I would, you know, I would write so badly in French. I don't even <laughs> think about it. You would okay. Write better than me in French. <laughs> Thank you. Go ahead, Kayla. Um, I don't know if I would write this. I am really interested in Pacifica futurism, though, and I would mm -hmm. love to see a space exploration novel written by a Pacifica person, especially because of our history with voyaging. I just think that could bring such a unique perspective to it, and like, especially not going towards a colonizing expect, you know, mm -hmm. um, sort of take on space, more like, oh, what's out there, and then finding like different planets, and I just think that could be really cool. I'm vibes right now about it it doesn't have to have a plot i just want to see it <laughs> i get that i get that a book written by pacific calendar that you would like to see turned into a movie 
or a Netflix series? Well, personally, I would love to see Chantal Speaks' um, Island of Shattered Dreams in mm. turning turn into a movie. Uh, I think it would make a really powerful movie, um, probably because the book itself is already so, so impactful. Mm, that's a that's a really good choice. That's a really good choice. And for all our filmmakers that have been on the show, hint, hint, we're, we're <laughs> going to manifest and we're going to plant some seeds right there. And hopefully, you never know. Um, go ahead, Kelani or Kayla. I've always wanted Telesar. Ever since, I mean, I know Lani mm. when Young has been also wanting it too, but that's just always been the book of my heart ever since I read it. Mm. Yeah, I think it would be uh, a great series, like TV series. I know this might seem like such an easy answer, but we recently read Every Drop is in the Man's Nightmare, and it's a collection of short stories. And I just think some sort of anthology, like a short series, like limited time series with each short story would be really cool personally. And then like focused on different like folklore from Hawaii. And so like kind of a black mirror type of thing. That's how I picture it, but you know, grounded in fantasy instead. <laughs> I love that. Great idea. Great idea. We're manifesting filmmakers, <laughs> filmmakers. We know we've had quite, we've had a few on the show. Let's make this happen. Pacific Highlanders and publishing, I know it's still, I mean, yes, you haven't been around long, but what I what I want to really emphasize to people is the fact that the three of you, um, you've been out there advocating for this. Like, yes, you are a team now, but even before this came about, like you were out there doing the work. Manuia in education, you know, doing her thing getting her doctorate, boop, boop. <laughs> Kelani through Bookstagram, and then Kayla, you've been writing, doing your thing. So I just want people to know that now that you've come together as a team and we have Pacific Islanders in publishing. So I don't know which one of you are going to do it, but let's talk about Pacific Islanders in publishing. We are a new organization and our mission is to amplify and support um, cultures and people across um, all regions of Oceania, um, Melanesia, Micronesia, and Polynesia in publishing and um, providing a database of authors, illustrators, editors, influencers, um, and other publishing professionals. Make it, um, make all these um, beautiful people <laughs> and beautiful books available um, for everyone to um, see online easier to find i wanted to go back to you mentioned the database like I, I, people listening fam I, if you're listening if you're watching this i don't think you understand like database it's not just like uh, there's like this little google sheet i mean like i remember seeing what you all put together like last year i think it was aapi month maybe i can't remember but there, it's an extensive list of authors i mean who was responsible for putting that list together or are the three of you just constantly like adding to the database, adding as you come across things like, cause that was, it looked like a lot of work went into that. Yeah, it did. It was all three of us. Um, we, uh, Manuya and Kalani handled a lot of the, um, the finding the authors and their books and 
getting uh gathering all the information i did the web development so if there's anything tricky with the web it's my fault um, i learned a lot it looks like graphic design is my passion and i'm working on it but yeah another website fantastic um it's very user-friendly I'm, I'm that person where um as soon as i come across someone's website i have to go in and i'm like is it easy for me to like move around the website, get information. And yeah, the website's looking great, by the way. So keep it up. Good work. Um, yeah, like, sorry, Kelani, did you want to say something about the database or? Yeah, I mean, it, it took us a long time. I can't even remember how long it took us. Maybe it could have been a year. It could have been six months. I'm not really sure. But to be able to find all of the recently released uh, published authors. So mm. we are focusing on the last 10 years, anybody who has published in the last 10 years, because it's for publishing industry professionals to be able to look at our website and see who they can contact in case they're looking for that specific representation for their company. Mm. That's really interesting. I didn't even think of it like that like in terms of the publishers, like being able to access, like I'm just like, wow, database of books and authors. I'm excited, but the other professional side with the publishing, like that's a really, yeah. Yeah, I get that, yeah. that makes so much sense. I, some people don't realize, but um, pu the publishing industry is really interested in our stories and they're having a hard time finding the people to write these stories. So then they end up asking people who aren't of Pacific Islander descent to write the stories. And we really don't want that. We'd rather have people who are of that specific ethnicity to write the stories. So that was one reason why we wanted to create this database. Thank you for sharing that. It made me think um, about when I'm looking through New Zealand websites and looking for picture books, for example, written by Pacific Islanders, but they're mostly, I mean, a lot of them are written by authors that have been around for years, but they're not Pacific Islanders. Like I, I do that Google search, Māori, part Māori, Pacific Islanders, <laughs> at, no, at no hits. And then I realized, ah, so they've gotten like well-known names, you know, and they're the ones that are writing and getting the funding, which is, it's, yeah, it's troubling. <laughs> Or worrisome, maybe. I have an experience like that when um, I have a friend of mine, um, Imalani, who had a baby, and I was, um, I, I just wanted to find a book by a, um, you know, Pacific Islander to, to, for as a gift, and I went <laughs> in so many bookshops in Wellington trying to find a picture book by. Um, and I, I really struggled to find one. And I was like, this isn't this isn't right because we have so many authors publishing. Um, we have many uh, Pacific Islander authors uh, doing the work, publishing, writing. Um, why, why is it so difficult to find their books um, in bookshops? Um, so yes, this website is also about um, visibility. Um, showing people that we are here, that we are writing our stories. Um, yes. Mm. Um, what, you know, I mean, Kayla mentioned about, you know, doing the web design. And I was just wondering, like, for each of you, like, what are the different roles you are currently playing now that we've got the website up, now that you're live um, as a team, as a collective? So we kind of, uh, it's 
day by day. That sounds poss possibly not a plan. That's probably doesn't sound like a plan for long-term success, but right now it's day by day. We actually had a very excited, uh, a lot of people wanted to work with us when we announced. And so we've been very busy doing collaborations with other organizations, but for the most part, Manuya and Kalani are very good at finding books and new authors to feature on the website. I handle a lot of the email maybe <laughs> and catching up with uh, people who've reached out to us, um, like Peak Reads. I was connected with Peak Reads. I live in Los Angeles. And so I knew Dana and Crit from their events out here. And so when they reached out, you know, I kind of handled the communication for that before bringing it to the whole group. But like, yeah, it's kind of day by day. It really depends. Like we had to pause some of our other goals for the website and the organization because like literally the day we announced it first of all we didn't know it was being announced that day and that was very funny <laughs> um, <laughs> we put the announcement in the paper essentially and they didn't tell us okay we're announcing it tomorrow we were like okay i asked for friday they posted on wednesday <laughs> <laughs> But that day, like we had, I think like over a hundred people subscribe to the website immediately in like an hour. And we had emails from people wanting to reach out and know more and like, oh, we'd love to do something with you guys. So it's been like day by day figuring that out. I hope I answered that, you know, sufficiently, but someone else could jump in. But I think for social media, all three oh. of us are making posts for it. So um, Kayla had some glitching happen with Instagram in the beginning. So she doesn't necessarily post it, but she helps create the graphics. And then Manuya also helps create the graphics. And Manuya is um, behind all of the translations into French. And it's it's been an interesting journey for her to, <laughs> to do that because of the way that French and English kind of uh, clash or intersect. Yes. Um, yeah, it wasn't always easy to translate um, some terms, but it was um, interesting anyway. And um, it was important as well for us to um, provide the same services to um, French um, Pacific Islander, Islanders, sorry, as well. Um, it was necessary, I think. If we can, it, we could do it, so we had to do it. Yeah, no, I think it's, you know, again, it's, like I said, it seems like you've really just come on the scene, but actually the lead up, all this work behind the scenes, you've been around for a while doing that hard work, doing that hard grind, behind the scenes. So now you're seeing the fruits of that. Um, love to see it. And it's great. Like even the French like translation was like, oh yeah, definitely getting that audience that, you know, like you said, like making sure we're really reaching as many people as possible. That's so cool. You guys rock. You guys are awesome. <laughs> I hope people are telling you that. Thank you. I hope people are telling you that. I want to go back to um Kayla, you mentioned Peak Reads. 
So let's shout out the Pacifica Entertainment Advancement Committee. Yeah, I had to look that up. I was like, peak, what does that stand for? <laughs> but shout out, you have a collab with them with this PI Focus, Pacific Island uh, Focus Book Club. So you had the first, um, is that going to be like a monthly or every two months Pending. kind of situation? Pending. Uh, we're, we we were talking about maybe a seasonal thing um, with Peak, uh, one of the co-founders who's one of our points of contact, I'll say, I feel like a spy with that. <laughs> but uh, she is actually the, uh, the screenwriter for the upcoming Moana movie, uh, oh the new gosh. Moana 2, Dana. And so... Uh, when I congratulated her, she was like, you know, you know, I'm so busy. So <laughs> that's, we're going to see and play it by ear, but we were thinking like seasonal. Um, but yeah, it's pending. Okay. So while on that pending note, let's just say if you are listening across the podcast platforms, if you're watching this on YouTube or seeing a snippet on like the social media platforms, check the bio Check the bio of this podcast episode. It will tell you how to get in touch with Manuia, Kealani, and Keala and follow their pages, follow their accounts. Check out the website. Uh, seriously, if you are not reading Pacific Island Writers or you've, you've been afraid, you, you don't know where to go, this is where you start. Check out Pacific Islanders and Publishing Fam. You will not be disappointed like all this hard work is slowly coming into fruition and we love to see it so if you can't buy the books there's other ways share you know share uh, their ebooks let's get on board let's get on board and support i have to know uh the team is made up of the three of you but is there a team behind the team <laughs> no <laughs> no there's no team Maybe one day we'll get to that, but we wanted to keep it close just because we have a very specific um, focus and vision for what we're doing. But we do rely on our Discord community, which I'll sure I'm sure we'll get into. And so, if we have questions for other Pacific Islander authors, we reach out to our different networks. Yes, Discord community. While we're there, please tell me. Uh, unfortunately I don't know much I know I probably sound silly but I don't know much about discord so if you could please share about the discord community because it's a building it's yeah it's quite a big one for you um so please go ahead discord um, um so we started it with some of the changes that were happening on twitter too and also wanted to have a place where Pacific Islanders could gather in a private space to like connect with other authors and creators and ask questions about publishing. I think it was in 2022. And um, we have, so with Discord, you can have multiple channels. It's kind of like a forum, but in an app <laughs> and you can have a voice channel and you can set up different like areas. And so we have like multiple channels for people who are either looking for an agent so you can ask questions in querying you can ask questions or find solace if you're on submission that's what happens after you find an agent in the publishing process in the U.S. at least and so we also have like if people are looking for critique partners or beta readers we have a channel where people can ask if people are available to read their work um, we have a promo thing because we want to support PI <laughs> I would love the internet to be painted with PI books everywhere. Um, so if someone has a release coming out, they can share it there. Or, you know, if they have anything they would like to promote on social media. And so we're hoping it grows more. But we also, a reason we chose 
Discord is it's very easy to start a discussion and you can interact with all with writers or creators of all levels. It's like um, we have, I don't know if I should share who's in our Discord, but we have Malia Monakea in there who's been great for, uh, you know, writers who are starting out. They can ask anything. We have Kailani in there who has a book out as well and has, you know, has a lot of experience. And so we've definitely seen this kind of mentorship role play out between more experienced, I'll say, members and then, you know, people who are newcomers to publishing and are like, hey, I really want to do this. And that was our goal was to like take away the make, well, make publishing more transparent. Mm. Um, just, just real quick. I was wondering just in the work so far and the journey thus far, like, are you coming across uh, any of you like up and coming, like maybe writers just coming out of college or even younger? Do you know what I mean? Like up and coming writers. Are there many of us out there? Yeah, we have a we have a writer who just graduated for, or who is in a program right now, a MFA program in our Discord. And there's a couple other people who I think are like early 20s in our Discord. I'm so curious because I don't know much about Discord, but now I'm listening to you talk about it. I'm like, oh, do I need to get on this? I don't know. <laughs> I can barely handle like the Instagram. Like I'm struggling to do that and the TikTok and the YouTube. Show. Oh, yeah, it's you a whole can situation. mute it and come back and check it. <laughs> If it's too, if it interrupts too much. So it's kind of nice. People can check it at their own pace. It's like a forum. You're selling it really well, Kayla. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. I um, don't I work for Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask Manuia just in terms of being an Aotearoa. Like, do you come across a lot of up and coming, like Maori, uh, Pacific Island writers, or like just in the work that you do? Um, not really. No, uh, unfortunately, that's something that I would love. <laughs> but um, yeah, not not really. Uh, or maybe yeah. just in academia, like um, I know a lot of um, researchers who've published. So there's that. Um, but we've met not through writing, more like through, you know, conferences and um, yeah, and research. I wanted to ask about the publishing world, uh, having an agent and, and the import, like so far you've met uh, Kelani and Kelly, you've mentioned some really great points about, you know, being part of a publishing house, like getting on board, having an agent. How important is it just with your experiences thus far uh, to have an agent or, at yeah, like have representation I think it really depends on your goals as a creator or writer. Um, if you want to be traditionally published um, in the US or the United Kingdom, then you probably need an agent. Um, we highly recommend it. Um, but if your goal is to sign with, um, let's say, a small publisher or a university publisher in um, Aotearoa or Australia or Hawaii, and then you probably don't need um, to sign with an agent. Um, obviously, if you want to self-publish, you don't need an agent either. But um, I think Kalani and uh, Kiala can probably um, tell you more about this because they, they do have agents mm. <laughs> and publishers. 
For me, it was important for me to sign with an agent just because I didn't want to do a lot of the work that you have to do if you don't have an agent. I really wanted to focus on writing and then social media work. So my agent takes care of sending my book out to publishers. And if I ever need something to get communicated to my publisher, then she takes care of the communication too. So that's the nice thing about having an agent is that they take a lot of the workload off of you um, and they get paid on, whenever I get paid, then my agent gets paid too. She takes about 15%. But yeah, just like Manuya said, it really just depends. You don't always need an agent. It just depends on what your goals are. Yeah, depending on what journey you want to take, there are a lot of Pacific Islanders who've had a lot of success in the self-publishing um, area. And we that's why we made sure to highlight them on our website as well, um, like Hua Parker, you know, others as well. And so, you know, it really depends on what journey you want. With representation, something um, important to, that's important to consider is an Asian basically represents your work, your literary work. And that can open a lot of doors. Like some agencies have film agents that they uh, that they um, reach out to or work with who will then help get your work in front of Hollywood, basically. And you can get your work option to get it into a film, miniseries. Very hard to do, but that's sometimes what an agency offers. Um, if your book gets big enough, you might be approached on your own, but you know, just having an agent to look at all the business side of it. So you can be focused on writing is really nice, but there are people who have that business um, aptitude who can do it all, who can do self-publishing. Um, it's just, what are you looking for in your career? And yeah. And what benefits an agency offers. And there's definitely red flags to watch out for. Um, with some agencies, you know, you want to make sure they're vetted um, and that they can actually open those doors for you because there are what we call smagents <laughs> in the U.S. Um, I'm sure they're in the U.K. too. I don't want to generalize, but, you know, you, you'll want to do your research. And one of the things you'll ask yourself is what do you want your book? How far do you want your book to go? what type of representation you want, like again, film, et cetera, foreign rights to get it to other countries. So that's all the stuff an agent could help handle for you. Mm, thank you for sharing. That's I've always been so curious and it's so nice to hear uh, from the experiences of writers who do have an agent. Uh, Cause I've had people on the show who are mostly self-published um, some of them and yeah, so it's nice to hear like different perspectives. So thank you so much for sharing. I was wondering then, in the you know putting this database together, uh, the work that you're doing, are there a lot of self-publishing writers out there, or are you coming across um, others who do have agents who are with, you know, a publishing house? What are the numbers looking like? Okay. <laughs> Off the top of my head, I think would you say like ten of us have agents? More than that. More Maybe than that. Like quarter, yeah. like 25. Like 25, yeah. There's quite a few that have that are agented. And then there's quite a few that are self-publishing. And everyone's just on their different journeys. It's really amazing to read everybody's different experiences. Yeah, it just depends. But we do see a lot in both worlds. 
And also on our website, we also have people who have um, published with small presses or independent mm -hmm. presses. And in the US and the UK, I'm guessing I'm not as familiar with it. You do need to have an agent to solicit the big five publishers as they're called, you know, um, but you sometimes don't need that for a smaller press or an independent press. And so there are quite a few on our website who've gone an independent press way. So it's different in Aotearoa and Australia, probably. Um, some people have agents and others don't. And I know that for um, uh, Penguin New Zealand, for example, you don't need an agent to submit um, your manuscript. Um, but it's probably a good thing to have an agent, though, um, to help you negotiate your contract and stuff like that. Um, but, well, it, unless you, you know that, um, that side of, you know, the business. But um, that's a difference with... Um, the United States and the United Kingdom and some parts of the Pacific. Again, with all this work that you're doing, how difficult is it to find Pacific Island writers? Um, I mean, there are many layers to that question. What I mean is like, you know, social media, website, like, like how, like, I know we are out there. I know that, but how difficult is it to find our writers? What are some of the barriers? It's really hard. <laughs> I'll lead with that, that it's really hard. Um, when Manui and I go and look for our writers and our books, we just have a running list. And whenever we come across somebody in social media or online somewhere, then we just add them to our list. And as we add people, we have to go into Google and search their name, figure out if they are of Pacific Islander descent. And if they are of Pacific Islander descent, which... Uh, nation or island group do they represent and yeah it's pretty difficult to find it takes us months to be able to figure out who's who and what they're doing in order to compile a book list yes and i would add to that that um for many publishers especially in i mean i'm not talking about big five um in the United States because they have their publicists. But um, in Oceania, for most publishers, we hear about a new book almost when it comes out. Mm -hmm. um, so um, these books are um, rarely or not often announced um, before they're published. Um, and I suppose that librarians and booksellers have their own networks um, that, you know, allow allows them to, um, I mean, allow them to um, know about the publications before it happens, but we don't really. So it, we rely a lot on our own network. Um, but it would definitely make our job easier if we had that kind of resources. Um, again, I'm not sure if it even exists. Um, I'm just, you know, wondering something like that exists for uh, you know booksellers librarians do they know uh, about forthcoming um books mm -hmm. we're not sure 
If there are any librarians listening, tuning in, we need to know. <laughs> How do we make this work easier for these Pacific Island women that I have on the show today who are doing this amazing advocacy work? Um, help us out, help us out. Yeah, I mean, okay, the, the reason I asked that question is because I feel like when I come across like a new writer, like if I've not seen it through any of you, but I've, or any of anyone that I'm connected to, the first thing I do is, yeah, are they, are they with a publish, publishing house? Um, are they, do they have a website? Um, are they on Instagram? Okay, so that's kind of like, okay, they're on Instagram, I come across their book. Uh, are they on TikTok? Like, uh, what other social media platforms are they using? And a lot of the times, authors I've come across don't necessarily have a website or they're not really on Instagram but if they are it's a it's a, it's a personal page as opposed to like a professional like a a writer's uh platform do you know what I mean so it's it's a, it's really frustrating and but I also get it like you know people just don't have time <laughs> unless they have someone doing that for them who's helping to you know really push their work out there um I wish all our Pacific Island writers would just create some one social media page just for readers to, that's just me being a selfish reader, bookstagrammer, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, but I would love for all of our writers just to create a, a writer's page. They don't have to update it, you know, every day or every week, but just to put their work there so that readers can find it through hashtags and, and stuff like that. I'm a hashtag person so once that's how I find some people is through hashtags like on Twitter I refuse to call it <laughs> I'm coming to discord okay <laughs> get a grip Rossa get a grip um, um yeah so no I appreciate your sharing <laughs> are you seeing trends are there do you, I mean do you look at that type of stuff like analytics and trends in terms of you know, as you're out there researching, doing all this work, are you seeing trends in terms of uh, perhaps more book releases, uh, more middle grade books coming or more uh, bilingual, like language learning books or more picture books, uh, more YA? Are we seeing, are there enough of us out there that we're able to see trends like that? Or is am I just trying to give you extra work here? I, I really am not. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, like in terms of the research you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I can answer that one, and it's only my opinion, all right? Um, for me, um, there are a lot of poetry collections uh, being published by um, Pacific Islanders and nonfiction books as well. Like I said before, um, researchers publishing their work and, you know, um, adult fiction as well, and some picture books. But I feel like um, we don't see as many young adult or middle grade um, novels written by Pacific Islanders. At least that's my that's my feeling. And Kiala and Kialani can you know um, tell us about what they what they notice. But for me, there are not a lot of young adult and middle grade novels. Yeah, I feel the same. I come across a lot more in academia than I do in mainstream publishing. So I would love to see more middle grade, young adult, even 
genre fiction. I feel like in Aotearoa, there's more adult fiction than we do have in the U.S. In the U.S., there isn't as many Pacific Islander adult fiction books being published. Um, I'm not sure if this is a trend to add to that, but like, it's kind of hard to find Pacific Islander books in the U.S. that don't have something explicitly to do with identity or with a certain like look or aesthetic that people assume is like Pacific Islander. Like not just, you know, getting into the fact that the predominant image of a Pacific Islander is often Polynesian. Um, like it's just it's really hard to find books where you maybe have like yeah, like in YA or middle grade, someone who just happens to be Pacific Islander going on in a journey that doesn't take place maybe in the islands or at mm -hmm. home, you know, that isn't like coded a certain way to put it. Um, I don't know if Kalani and Mania agree, but like I've, I want to just read about like a rom-com with mm. a Pacific Islander. I agree. Or man, you know, I would love a queer rom-com. And I just... I feel like they want to see Pacific Islanders in a certain way, possibly, you know, it's not like apparent to them that that market is out there. Yeah. I would love to see a Pacific Islander historical uh, fantasy, for example, um, you know, or dystopia. Kelani, do you want to add to that? Or you... No, I disagree. We've, we've all, we've had this conversation before <laughs> offline, uh, mm. but that I would just want to see our people doing normal everyday things like we do in our regular lives. Because when I see our um, teenagers reading and our tweens reading, they're reading books about kids just doing normal kid things. And that's what I really want to see too. Mm. You know, since launching um, Pacific Islanders and publishing, how does it feel when people reach out to you? Like new connections, not your, you know, these are the people I've known for a while, but are you coming across more and more people that, hey, first time networking and connecting, Pacific Island writers or creatives? It feels like a family coming together. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm so happy to have people reach out to us. It's so nice. Yeah, in our Discord, it, there's just a lot of love going on <laughs> whenever somebody new joins our community. It's very organic. So people in, within our community, if they hear about another Pacific Islander writer, they just tell them, hey, here's the Discord, and they send them the link. And so they, when they introduce themselves, everybody's very excited. I love when it happens that if they happen to be from the same island or same community, it's like, oh, where about are you? And then you find out how interconnected everyone's lives are. It's just very nice. Like uh, like what Manuya said, it feels like a family coming together. And I get like a like pep in my step every time someone joins. I'm like, this is why we did it. Um, makes my day. <laughs> what would you like... Um, people to do uh what part should we play just readers in general in terms of you know like raising awareness or highlighting our writers like obviously there's a lot of behind the scenes work that you do 
Um, but what what can other people do to help push get the word out about our writers, our books? There's a lot, there's things you can do where you pay and there's free things. So of course the number one thing is to buy the books um, because that always, whether they're uh, traditionally published or self-published that always helps the author the most is to buy the books. Another thing that's really important is to write, re write reviews. So on Goodreads, on Amazon or anywhere where they take reviews, it's really important that authors have reviews because the algorithm likes when things have stars and reviews on them. And then the other thing, of course, is to share the work with other people. Yeah. Talk about it, support authors any way you can. Um, you can also um, ask your library um, to buy um, Pacific Islander books. You can suggest um, those books. When you read a book about, um, I mean, that's been written by a Pacific Islander, and you're on Twitter and you can share that book, right? You can talk about it. That's great. That's already helping a lot. There you go. If you are watching, if you are listening, we can all do our part. That's what I believe. We can all do our part in, in this work um, and advocating for and, yeah, just putting the spotlight on our wonderful writers because they're out there. We have three right here. Fangirling. Um, and then authors, speaking to the writers themselves, what should they be doing to put themselves out there? Read as much as you can. Find out about your market if that's something like, even if you want to self-publish, even if like you want to go to an independent press, you know, read as much as you can in your genre so you know where the pulse of it is. There are so many talented writers out there, but you don't want your work to feel dated. And that doesn't mean it has to be like full of slang or anything. It's just, you know, you want your concepts to feel fresh and it doesn't necessarily have to be the newest idea. You know, it doesn't have, there's no new ideas under the sun, but like know your voice and work on honing it and then know where your voice would fit in the market. Even if that's self-publishing, look at the books you like that are doing well on that, on those platforms. Um, and then when you, if you do decide to pursue an agent, do your research. There's so much information out there. Just Google. I know Google's less good now, but uh, if you Google querying advice, so much will come up. Like it will be hard to pick through all of them, but hopefully we'll have more resources on our website as well. But uh, join a community too. That will help keep you in the loop. I am kind of all over the place, but those are all the ideas <laughs> immediately that immediately come to mind. For me, I think the biggest thing for that authors need to know is to be patient. Some people just are trigger happy and just want to, oh, I wrote this. It's a first draft. Let me hurry up and publish it. But you don't have to hurry up and publish it. Publishing is very, very slow. You can take your time and work through and hone your craft, just like Kayla was talking about. It's very important that the things that we're publishing are high quality. We don't wanna just put things out there just to put it out there, um, but to have things that are high quality and take the time that you need. Don't worry about trying to hurry and rush and publish things, just be patient. And then in terms of marketing your book, just do whatever you're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable with going on TikTok, then don't go on TikTok. If you're not comfortable with uh, showing your face, don't show your face. As an author, you can choose how much you want to give and how much you don't want to give. 
have something else I'd love to add to that too. Uh, with honing the your craft and like waiting, it, it publishing is a very long game. Like even if you were to sell your book today, it probably won't come out for a year and a half or two years. That's how long it takes in in the U.S. I should say. But uh, something my new agent says, and I really liked this. Um, the saying she has is, "I don't believe in." I'd asked her before signing with her, what happens if I write a book you don't like or something? And she's like, I actually don't believe in likability. I believe work is early. Mm -hmm. If it's not, if it's not, you know, doing its job, it's just too early. And so, you know, you sent it out too early. And that's a common mistake I see with new writers is they're in a rush to, you know, get going and they, they're just um, caught up in the moment. And so really taking a second to evaluate it and like, don't rush it, you know. <laughs> I feel like for the longest time I was waiting for 2024. Um, so for for podcast followers, you know that Kelani has been on the show before. She's little Pacifica readers um, on social media platforms. And for the longest time, I was like, oh my God, 2024 is so far away. And now it's 2024. Uh, your book is dropping soon, Kelani, like Tala Learns to Siva. How are you? Are you okay? Are you still being patient? Are you <laughs> super excited? We're so close. Oh, so close. I cannot believe it. Um, how are you doing as you wait for I, this book to drop? I know. I didn't realize it was so soon. <laughs> I actually thought I had like five to six months left and I just didn't realize that it was so soon. And then I started counting the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, there was only three months. I better hurry up and start doing stuff. But uh, Scholastic has been really great in pushing my book out there. So they're doing a lot of the marketing work for me. And that was one of the biggest reasons I wanted to go with a publisher instead of self-publishing because I I'm just not that great at marketing. Uh, so they're doing a lot of that for me. And I'm working on setting up events in Hawaii. I'm not going to do a lot of events just because I'm going to be really busy this summer with other things. But it's exciting. I'm nervous, but excited at the same time. I think we're all excited. <laughs> it's just, yeah, 2024, I honestly was just like, it's, I'm so impatient, but now we're here and oh, so close. So congrats. I'm so, so proud of you just for, you know, hanging in there. Um, Manuia, I also saw you uh, tweet about the main character of a piece of work that you're working on is uh, the main character's name is Moana, And like, how has that been for you as you're, on social media and watching her just being amazing, like Miss Samoa out there doing her thing. You have a character, no, coincidence, of course, a character with yeah. the same name. Yeah. How has it been? It's such a big coincidence. But when I saw that, I was so happy because, you know, I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> this is so great. My main character's name of like, just like hers. Mm. She's amazing. So, um, yeah, it's really nice. And and in terms of the work, you know, your what you're working on, your writing, can we, uh, we can we expect? Do you have any news, or you, how far along in the process are you? Or um, I'm currently revising. I'm in the last stages of um, revision, a big revision, 
and I'm planning to send it back to agents um, soon. Congrats. That's so exciting. That's exciting. Oh, look at you three. You thought I forgot about you, Kayla, but I haven't. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. Our post-colonial horror novel, your fourth book. Are you hearing this, everyone? Fourth book. Uh, tell us. I know you can't talk about it, but... Uh, That's I actually a different book. The unannounced Ooh. book I mentioned is a different one, but I honestly cannot talk about that. Very serious NDA. Very serious. Like, Okay, okay. I always worry there's a sniper coming for me or something. <laughs> like, I'm, if I even think about it out loud. Um, but yeah, uh, the with the horror novel, though, that is the book that I just signed with my agent. And mm. hopefully we go on submission. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, um, submissions when you take it to editors and your agent will handle that. It's a lot like querying, but now the agent does all the email mm. and handles that. Um, and we already have editorial interest in that book and soon ripe, soon rotten. But I'm very excited for it. I'm crossing my fingers that it does well. But the other book I'll... It, I'm hoping there's news soon for the unannounced one. That's nice. I nice. Can say. It that's would okay. be my debut, my YA debut. So that's all I will say. Congratulations. <laughs> I mean, all three of you. I mean, oh, I know. I'm like, get a grip. But it's just so <laughs> exciting to, like, I have so many questions, but we're like, no, people are busy. They do not have time for this, Lossa. Calm down. Okay, so again, congratulations to all three of you, you know, just with the current works and soon to drop um, Kelani's picture book. Yay. I want to bring us back to Pacific Islanders and Publishing. I know, uh, what have been some of the challenges? You've mentioned some of the challenges so far, but what have been some of the highlights aside from meeting, new, you know, online, meeting new people, being building the Discord community? What have been some of the highlights that you can point out in this difficult work that you're doing? Advocacy work is not easy. I think for me, some of the highlights have been finding books written by people who live in Melanesia or Micronesia because they are the least published in all of amongst all the Pacific Islanders. Mostly the people who are published are Polynesian. And so it's been really exciting to find books written by people in like Vanuatu, Papua New Guinea, or Kiribati. And that's been the highlight for me. It's the same for me because I'm so happy when I um discover um, new Pacifica voices, um, new Pacific Islander um, writers. Um, it's it's really so exciting to read their um, bio and, you know, add them on our list and, you know, um, discover what they've written, um, what book they've published. It's, it's really nice. Because we're readers, um, we're not just writers, you know, so we're excited about all the books. Um, to add to that, something that has really excited me about us starting this organization is how necessary other people have seen it to be. Um, like I said, we had quite the welcome um, and a lot of people wanted to collaborate with us early on. Uh, some of those collaborations haven't been seen yet. Uh, and we can't talk about them yet. But, uh, you know, it's just been really exciting to see that people do think this is necessary. Even if they don't know where to start, we get emails 
I would say regularly for people who are like, how can I help? This is something I've been like, you know, holding my fist up to the sky about too. I want to see more PI books. And so it's just been nice to see that reception. And um, yeah, it's just really nice to see that. And, you know, it's, it's great to know you're wanted. <laughs> yeah, I think um, that important part is, uh, I'm glad you said that, because yes, the work that your collective, your organization, Pacific Islanders and Publishing, the work you're doing is important and it's necessary. Do you know what I mean? So you can only go upwards from here. Like I, I don't see it as like fading out kind of thing. Like there is a need and like I say, it's advocacy work. And advocacy work can be overwhelming. It can be tiring. But there are also so many highs that come with it so many joys so i just you know encourage you to just keep going i just i love it we love to see it we love to put you on blast and even though it's early days but i know this like i've i've said throughout the podcast if you're listening if you're watching this is not something that just happened overnight people need to understand that this is work that you've been you've been building up to this so you know keep going i mean you all come to this uh, organization with your own respective platforms, right? And I'm wondering, has launching Pacific Islanders and publishing, has it pushed you even more out of your comfort zone? Why are you laughing? <laughs> Is Kale, that a <laughs> yeah, Kale Adi's been in a TikTok reel seen by, what, 30,000 people? <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I think we're all very, all three of us can be introverted at times. So it does put us out of our comfort zones to be emailing people. Or another thing that's kind of uncomfortable for us are the graphics. So, <laughs> so, but it does help us to be able to become better writers and creators in general. We do all our graphics in house. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. And house, we're, we're here for that. We, we, no judgments. Um, as we, you know, as we begin to wrap up, I want to again just say to everyone: check the bio, get on board, uh, get on board, support these wonderful, amazing, strong women, Pacifica, Pacific Island women that we have here on the show today. Like, you will not be disappointed. Um, you're probably going to discover a whole lot of books that you didn't even know existed, as well as writers, authors. Um, and if you ask someone that is looking to get into publishing or is trying to get an agent or is trying to find some kind of direction in terms of your writing journey, you know, get on board, join the Discord um, community. All the links will be in the bio, fam, so you can't go wrong. Uh, before we wrap up, are there any Book recommendations, I know you shared what you're currently reading, but is there anything you want to throw out there and plug anything in particular? Well, um, Kialani Nidani's books <laughs> and Kiana Kendall's books as <laughs> well. Um, they're coming soon. And personally, I would recommend as well um, Celestine Vitae's books. I I love her books and um, Emma Nikkei's um, poetry and books as well. 
Teresia te yaiwa. Alice te Maria. Oh, you have to stop me. We're not stopping you. I am not stopping you, Manuel. I want you to go on and on. The people will be hearing this for the first time going, huh? What? I love it. Okay, then I'm I'm going to add. Yes, please. Maori, who writes thrillers, and Vanda Simon, who else? No, really, you have to stop me. Yes, we love Vanda Simon. We love Alice. I mean, they've been guests on the show. And, I, you know, I have to say, before I ask Kelani and Kel if they have some recommendations, I also just want to say, like, um, just thank you to the three of you for coming on because I think initially I kind of reached out and said, could one of you come on and talk about it? I was like, we need to put you on blast. And it's never easy coming into a space, you know, like, and – talking about yourself and this wonderful work you know a lot of us don't want to toot you don't want to toot your horn or you don't want to but it's it was so important to bring you three on here and say hey everyone look at this amazing work that's been done important necessary work so when all three of you <laughs> said you were coming on I was like what <laughs> then I started panicking <laughs> I was like Manuel is coming on this oh my goodness okay oh my goodness Oh my gosh. I mean, because Kelani and I, we can just talk forever and ever, but just the fact that you took the time and said, hey, we're going to come on as a, a team, as a collective, as a family, as, as an organization, like that is super important as well. So, Kelani and Kela, any books do you want to uh, push or plug before we wrap up? I'll go first. I'm worried Kaylani will take mine. I haven't read it yet, but I am very excited about Dragon Fruit by Makia Luce. I don't know if it's Lucier. Lucier. Um, I'll ask her when I see her. But uh, I just think the cover is gorgeous. It sounds so good. Uh, I wish I could like show it. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very excited. I it's a YA uh, fantasy, and it just sounds really good. I have three books that I'm thinking of. I've been really into poetry and nonfiction books. So one that I read recently that I absolutely loved was um, Ainaha No Birthland by Brandy Nalani McDougall. She is Hawaii's poet, Laure how do you say that word? Laureate. Um, the other poetry book that I loved is Craig Santos Perez's Amat, and he just won the national poetry award it's like so prestigious he had to wear a whole tux and everything um yeah so that book was really good i bought that one and then a book that's coming out this year is a middle grade book called clairvoyance by christiana kahakovila i haven't really seen a lot of people talking about this but it looks so cute it's just a girl who wants to know the thoughts of boys. And so she gets that wish granted. And I'm really excited about that. I think it takes place on the North Shore of Oahu, if I remember correctly. Thank you for that. We'll look out for we'll look out for that. And I, I will, I know you mentioned all of you mentioned books at the beginning, and we'll put that on here so that people can see the covers. But yeah, exciting. Um well. <laughs> I could go on and on, but I know it's um, we're all in different time zones, so we will uh, wrap it up. I just, again, thank you so much um, for coming on the show. 
keep doing the work that you're doing and keep growing. And yeah, just thank you for the inspiration and just the empowering advocacy work that you're doing out in the communities, making connections, telling us readers about new authors, new writers, new books coming. Like it's, it's, it's always exciting when I see Keilani's when she's not around for ages, I'm like, I hope she's all right. And then suddenly she drops a like a, a post and I'm like, oh, she's okay. Okay. She's alive and well. She was just living your life. Now little Pacifica readers is back to, to give us some more book recs. So just so you all know, like we see you and absolutely love it. And I just encourage you just to keep going. Um, yeah, just, you know, be safe out there. Look after yourselves and your respective parts of the world. I will uh, hand it over to you each of you just uh, uh, share some final words uh, as we begin, as we wrap up the show. I just want to say thank you so much for having us, Russell. We always, I, at least for me, I always listen to your podcast and I love hearing your voice and your laughter. It always brings such joy to my life. And then I just really love your advocacy for Pacific Islander writers. You're always putting people on and you do such great work too here. Yes, Maruroa um, to you. And um, yes, thank you for all the work you're, you're doing as well. You're doing exactly the same thing that we do um, on your podcast. And it's really important too. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's funny to hear you were uh, nervous to have us because we're so honored to be here. Um, and yeah, no, it's been great. And we appreciate your advocacy. I think you know you're on the website under the influencers tab so we're very <laughs> we're very excited to be here and appreciate everything I, I was really shocked because actually when I first came up when I was like oh my god it's live there the web there's a website and then I was like I was like oh looking at all the tabs and I went scroll scroll ha huh? wozers text my friend oh my god i'm on this website i didn't know why but okay she was like what sent the link and she's my very good friend she's a, our teacher librarian for middle and high school she's like this is huge i was like they're huge oh my goodness okay anyways that's the story <laughs> i appreciate it i was just like what this is insane anyways yeah <laughs>